A, what's the profound thing that happens to a person at baptism? And B, but if this child is just a child, if this child is just a couple months old, a couple weeks old, however old this child is, why would you baptize a baby? And that's a great question. I love it. Hi, my name is Father Mike Schmitz, and this is Ascension Presents. So last weekend, I had the opportunity uh, to do a baptism. I don't often get to do baptisms, right? Because I could do a lot of marriage preps and then a lot of weddings, and then they're like, see you later. And they take off, and I don't get to see them again. Well, this is this couple, Kyle and Nicole. They're amazing. Um, they have three kids now. They have four. So I got to baptize little Owen, who has an older brother, two older sisters. It was amazing, not only because of the baptism itself, but what was really what I was struck by was this is their fourth child. They had almost as many people at this baptism as they did at their wedding. I mean, that's maybe a little bit of an exaggeration, but it wasn't just, oh, here's mom and dad, maybe some grandparents. It was people drove from out of town to be part of this baptism. And, and I thought this is incredible because it's, as, it's almost as if these parents understand what the profound thing that's about to happen to their child at baptism because it's kind of a big deal. First, um, we recognize that here, little Owen, when he got baptized, one of the things that happened was Owen was made into a child of God. We'll have another video about that at some point, but Owen was made into a child of God. What I'm trying to say is baptism did something. A lot of times there are some, some non-Catholic Christians who see baptism as merely symbolic. It's, it's, not, it's not efficacious is the word. It just is an expression of an already pre-existing faith. Um, the interesting thing about that is that that was never expressed in the Bible. In fact, the Bible talks about it like this, you know, actually, well, how about this? In John chapter three, Jesus is talking to Nicodemus and he says, unless you're born again of water and the spirit, you cannot enter the kingdom of heaven. So this is pretty powerful. You know, from the very beginning, the church saw those words of Jesus talking to Nicodemus, baptism, or unless you're born again of water and the spirit, they saw that as baptism. Now, thousands, well, a couple hundred years, a bunch of hundred years, a long time later, people had the thought of like, no, 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 maybe that means something different. Maybe that's uh, Jesus is saying, unless you're born of water, that means like natural birth, you have to be born first, and of the spirit, like that's some kind of spiritual kind of a thing, um, then you can't enter heaven. But for centuries, millennia now, Christians have always understood that to be baptism, the necessity of baptism. In fact, um, in the Acts of the Apostles, it says, be baptized then for the forgiveness of your sins. The baptism is, is talked about as if it actually does something, right? It's efficacious. It's not merely an expression of belief. It's not merely symbolic. It is actually powerful. It does something. And in fact, St. Peter, when he's writing in the New Testament, he says, baptism saves you now. So baptism saves you. The Bible, when it talks about baptism, talks about it doing something. And what it does is it saves us. It forgives our sins. It brings, incorporates us into the family of God. It brings us into the body of Christ. It makes us God's sons and daughters. Again, as I said, another video on that. So it does something. It's efficacious and it's also necessary. Talk about that maybe another time as well, because what if someone doesn't get to have the chance to be baptized? What then? Glad you asked that question. Another video. <laughs> okay. So it does something. Scripture points to the fact that it does something. It's not merely an expression of an already pre-existing faith. But I can hear you ask, but don't you need faith in order to have that baptism be salvific? In order to have that baptism like do something, I think you actually probably need a, a degree of faith. And you'd be correct, you actually do. Baptism is not, a, it's not magic. It's, it's a miracle, it's an act of God's grace, it's, an act, it's a gift of the Lord, and it requires faith. In fact, salvation requires faith and baptism. 
I think there's two other things. I think the Eucharist, because John 6, Jesus says, unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you don't have life within you. And also, Jesus makes it very clear that he says that not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but only those who do the will of my Father in heaven. So it seems like there's four things, baptism, Eucharist, faith, obviously, and doing the Father's will. These are four pretty much kind of conditions uh, for salvation. But going back to baptism, we need faith and baptism. Okay. But if there's a baby getting baptized, how can that baby have faith? Great question, Camper. Maybe it's not the baby's faith that's operative in this situation. If you go back to Mark's gospel, chapter two, there's this story. I know you know this story. It's the story of this paralyzed man, the paralytic. He's on a mat and he has four friends who are carrying him to Jesus. But there's so many people who want to come to Jesus to be healed that they can't get him in the house. So what do the four friends do? They climb up on the roof. They do a little uh, remodeling, make a little uh, skylight there, a little Chip and Joanna Gaines kind of situation. And they lower the man down on the mat in front of Jesus. The next line in Mark's gospel and in Matthew's gospel is when Jesus saw their faith, meaning the faith of the friends, he says to the man, your sins are forgiven. So it's not the man's faith itself, himself, it's not him, it's not his faith that speaks for him. It's actually the faith of the four friends that speaks for the man. And if that can happen with this man who's paralyzed and his four friends, that also is operative, that also can happen in baptism. Because here's parents who profess the faith. In fact, the rite of baptism is the parents and godparents profess the faith. And this is the faith in which we want this child to be baptized. And so, yes, it's not, it's not magic. It's an action of faith and this work of God's grace. It is completely a gift. In fact, I would say this. We would all agree, Catholics and non-Catholic Christians, we would agree that salvation is a gift, right? It's a pure gift. We do nothing to deserve it. We do nothing to earn it. Baptism, infant baptism, in fact, makes even more sense that way, doesn't it? Because, I mean, you could say, well, I, I'm baptized as, as an adult because I expressed my faith. I, I chose my faith. I started, you know, following after the Lord and, and now I'm baptized. Well, in that sense, I mean, you wouldn't automatically believe you're earning salvation. But the temptation to believe that might be a little stronger. When you get baptized, when I got baptized as an infant on March 1st, 1975, when I got baptized on that day, there was nothing, nothing that merited God's salvation. There was nothing that merited God's grace. It was pure and complete gift. I just, I just got to receive this gift of forgiveness, this gift of being brought into the church, this gift of being made into an adopted son of God. It was complete grace. It was a faith of my parents that spoke for me on that day, faith of my godparents that spoke for me on that day with the expectation and the hope that one day I would embrace that faith personally. And that's the hope for you too. If you were baptized as an infant, the hope is, the hope was, and the hope is that one day it'd be your faith that spoke on, on your behalf. One day, it'll be your faith that would say, I claim and accept the graces, the gift, the salvation offered to me in baptism. If you haven't yet, if you haven't yet claimed that faith, I invite you today to claim that faith for yourself. Anyways, from all of us here at Ascension Presents, my name is Father Mike. God bless.